Welcome to Starkey Soundbites. I'm your host, Dave Fabry, Starkey's Chief Innovation Officer. And I'm so excited to welcome today's guest back to the podcast. Justin Osman is a longtime friend and friend of Starkey, and even more importantly, a fierce advocate for those with hearing loss. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that isn't often a headline when it comes to hearing healthcare, and that is the burden of anxiety that can often go along with addressing hearing loss and the use of hearing aids. And it's something really that impacts patients on a daily basis for many of them. And we're really grateful for Justin coming to talk with us today about what can be a sensitive topic for some people. So Justin, welcome back. It's great to see you. Uh, Dave, thank you. It's an honor. Uh, I'm delighted. I'm excited. And I'm humbled uh, to be to be a part of the great uh, occasion. So thank you, Dave. Thanks for having me. Well, I just, I love your passion, your positivity, um, your ability to really identify innovations um, in the way it is that you address your hearing loss and the use of hearing aids to help compensate to the degree possible uh, with your hearing loss. And so, you know, it's, it's just always a pleasure to, to have you here in that respect. And we've been so privileged to partner with you over the past, I don't know, how many years have you been partnering with Starkey? It feels like forever. It's just such a natural partnership. But how many years has it been? It's been over 20 years, uh, 23 years. I started in 2000. Uh, and, and those 23 years, you have just elevated my life uh, in so many, so many ways. And so because of that, um, I've got a, I, like you, I'm just a huge advocate um, my whole life. I've, I've had a severe to profound hearing loss. And so love Starkey, everything you do, everything you represent, everything you do is for the benefit of the deaf and hard of hearing. And so thank you on behalf of all the deaf and hard of hearing. Thank you for making our life so much better. Well, thank you. We're going to talk about that a little bit, but I want to talk about you first in terms of your your experience with hearing loss. Uh, talk about when you were identified with hearing loss, uh, born into a very famous family. Uh, I grew up uh, with the Osmonds and, and listening to the Osmonds. And, uh, um, you know, talk a little bit about your experience in history with hearing loss. Thank you, Dave. Um, so I first noticed uh, my hearing loss when I was in my mother's womb. <laughs> like, hey, everybody, um, help me out here. Um, I know you didn't have the newborn screening back then. No, um, I was born, um, but nobody noticed. Uh, of course, I was one of those that fell through the cracks, and and um, and so it wasn't until I was almost two years old. Yeah, I was playing in the sandbox with my two brothers. And my mom comes out and said, all right, kid, it's time to come in for lunch. And both my brothers responded. And of course, my back was facing my mom. Mm -hmm. And they both got up and, and went in. I kept playing because sure. um, I was distracted with all these fun toys. And But my mom got closer and closer to me and noticed uh, every time she asked my name or called my name, I didn't respond. And so that's when she noticed that there was something wrong. And so she took me in uh, to the doctor right away did some testing, and that's when they found out that I had a, 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 a they, at first they thought it was a conductive loss, mm -hmm. a hearing loss, but then it turned out to be a central nerve, neural hearing loss. Uh, 
and uh, everything went from there. I started out with the body age and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was the first one in the whole Osmond uh, family in the second generation that was born with his hearing loss. I have two deaf uncles, uh, my dad, uh, sibling, mm-hmm. um, none of their kids got it. So it was definitely hereditary um, genetic uh, loss. Um, but so that's, that's kind of how it is. So yeah. in the Osmond family, we know firsthand what it's like not to be able to hear uh, to understand and yeah. uh, but we have to hear to be able to play the music and to entertain and perform and do what we do on stage um a lot of my family members have a hearing loss not because they were born with it but because of the loud rock and roll music over the years yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh damage their hearing yeah so, i think so many points you raised were just so important in the sense that even with a heightened awareness given your family's the, the larger family's history of hearing loss and sensory neural hearing loss. The fact is that when you were born now, as you said, if you had been born later, um, universal newborn hearing screening now really helps identify those born with a congenital hearing loss. Uh, And yeah, the numbers may be small, three in a thousand, but the impact of that early identification on helping to make that decision to intervene with amplification or cochlear implants is so important because even in a family where Hearing loss was already uh, recognized as a risk, if you will, a risk factor. Um, it still didn't get identified until a little bit later. And um, so I, I just think it's so important uh, in what you talk about in terms of identification and then intervention. You got to act. Identification is only the first step. Then you got to act. And, and that's why you've been able to do so well with hearing is because when you, when you were identified, then shortly afterwards, you were fitted. Correct, Dave. And, and may I add to that, the whole intervention part. I mean, I'm grateful I was identified at an early age, but the intervention, I, I'm very lucky and fortunate and blessed to come from a very su- big support group, my family, uh, that really, you know, took me in and just helped me. And they took me all over the country trying to get some good therapy programs, a speech language uh, therapy programs, whatever that is out there to help stimulate the brain and to help uh, with my cognitive side of things. Uh, the intervention is a huge, huge thing that uh, played a big role in my life. Yeah. Um, the fact that I can be able to speak with passion now, to hear with conviction, trying to align me with, with the best hearing products out there, uh, programs and resources uh, that were very limited back then. But today, oh my goodness, there's, it, it's just beyond. But, but I look back at my life and I'm just very grateful for all those who stepped in and helped me and intervened and, and believed in me. Because it's not always a lack of hearing, mm-hmm. it's a lack of hope. Right. And those, those things that you're just talking about, those interventions, that early identification, that instilled hope in not only me, but my family, friends, and all those who've been affected uh, by this hearing loss. Yeah, and you, know, you talk about you were identified relatively early, fitted right away, um, and started wearing amplification. And, and it really, as you know all too well, for pediatric uh, hearing aid users, it's more than the technology itself. It's the intervention and the speech and language training and oral rehabilitation that's so vital to future success and why it is that orally, I mean, you're, you live in an oral world. And, uh, and, and we know you, you, know, you have and you've spoken eloquently on the, the, you have a significant hearing loss and what that impact has meant to you and a musical family. And, you know, and, and, and so the technology, I want to 
I want to talk a little bit about the technology in a minute, but I want to also talk about the fact of what you just said. You're born in a supportive family who had uh, uh, the, 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 the means and the desire, the will to ensure that you got the very best care in terms of the technology and the treatment that you could get. And yet, I know that for many people, um, anxiety of uh, recognizing that you have a hearing loss, even at a young age, and using hearing aids um, is quite a burden. And Uh can you talk a little bit about what your earliest memories of the burden of Hearing loss and hearing aids, and, and initially, you know, early on, as you said, body aids. Um, we talk about hearing loss as an invisible disability, but when you strap on a body aid, which you haven't had to wear for a long time, it's, it's life-changing in that it provides amplification, but it also is a pretty visible reminder that can also trigger some of that anxiety. What were some of your earliest memories uh, of that anxiety related to the use of hearing aids? Good question, Dave. Uh, I look back on my life, and it wasn't just anxiety. It was a complete, utter disconnection, uh, isolation, uh, even depression. If if I were to be so open and honest here and make myself vulnerable, I remember going and watching my dad, who's the lead singer at the Eisman, performing in the New York Madison Square Garden in front of 25,000 people, and hear everybody screaming and singing along with my dad, and I can't even understand a word that my own dad is singing. And I remember I just thinking, I, I just, I just, I would just have a meltdown and cry. Like, I don't understand. Why can't I understand my own family? And so that was a lot of anxiety and depression during those days. It's funny to note that because, you know, 46 years ago, you know, and then now as I go to my dad's shows, I can understand. It's just so be- fun to see the whole contract between the technology advancements over the years. But I remember growing up, Dave, I was very athletic. Mm-hmm. I remember playing soccer and football and track and um, and other high school sports. And I would sweat. Yeah, I would sweat like crazy in the perspiration. And then in the middle of a game, my my hearing aid would stop working because of the of the water, and all of a sudden I can't hear my teammates, I can't hear my coach, I can't hear anything other than having to rely on lip reading. Talk about anxiety. Oh. Talk about I mean just disconnection, and I I would just go into this low point, um, and, and those were just some examples of anxiety, um, you know, with the battery life, um, you know, and 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 sometimes I would. Um, we were right in the middle of a piano recital, right? Playing my violin or the piano. And all of a sudden, my hearing aids go off. No, I can't hear that. It's one thing to have hearing aids in your pocket or batteries in your pocket. Sure. You can stop, put them in, but you can't do that in the middle of a performance. No. 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 <laughs> and so those are just some examples of, you know, a lot of anxiety that was just, you know, just not peace of mind but always on guard and always cautious. And that would be a mental exhaustion, uh, a mental dream of, of me just having to deal with that on a daily basis. Something that most people don't even think about. No. They don't take even have to granted. worry about it. They take it for granted. Yeah, they don't think yeah, about they it. They take it for granted. And even going to school, you know, I, I had to rely on lip reading because technology back then wasn't as crispy, clear as it is today. But, you know, I remember, you know, kids next to me, they don't even have to look at the teacher. They can just be writing their notes. But I'm just on constant 
focus mode, um, you know, so not just the battery life, um, you know, but also the waterproof, you know, I, I mean, I remember many times people would just uh, push me in the pool and they forget that I have hearing aid, yeah. um, you know, and having to deal with all of that just, just created a lot of anxiety, a lot of um, unnecessary uh, depression and isolation, disconnection that caused a lot of emotional distress in my life. But like you said, I had a wonderful family, a lot of wonderful support that helped me get through that, helped me overcome that. And, um, but you know, I learned to deal with that, learned to accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal model may have a hearing loss, but my hearing loss did not have me. Meaning despite those challenges that we all go through, these happen to be some of mine, we can still figure out a remedy or a solution or a way to, to get through that. Oh, so, so much there. I mean, um, I've said for a long time, the ear is a hostile work environment and hearing aids, and particularly those hearing aids from more than 40 years ago, were very vulnerable to perspiration and, and precipitation and just activity. And, you know, as a young kid, you're going to put the hearing aids to a test that the average geriatric patient doesn't consider. They're not out there physically exerting themselves to the same degree that some young athletic kid is doing. And so I think that's why it's so exciting now to hear about the ways that we've been able to address some of that anxiety with rechargeable batteries that last for up to 51 hours, uh, even while streaming a good deal of every day like we're doing now. Um, or um, the, 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 that they're waterproof in the manner. Now, that, that's not saying that we expect that you're going to go out and go scuba diving with your devices, but in the manner in which people are wearing their hearing aids, even active young people like yourself, um, you know, if you jump in the shower, jump in the pool um, with the Genesis AI devices that you've now been wearing for the past several months, um, we can provide you with that confidence and peace of mind that you're not going to have the battery go out in, an, in the middle of an important recital or a meeting or family dinner. Um, and, and so battery life, check. You know, we're taking care of that with regards to the rechargeable. You're wearing the, um, the macro, the, 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 the Genesis RT receiver in the canal device that is equipped with both a telecoil um, and it also uh, enables you to use accessories. And we'll come to that a little bit later. But uh, and is also functioning uh, with the confidence that even if you get caught in the rain, you jump in the shower, it's going to keep working. So, um, you know, two of those. Now, one thing I want to ask you about before we move from growing up is those kids. You know, you say you got to support a family. You go to school. No, no one was thinking malintent when they pushed you in the pool. But kids can also be really mean sometimes too. Did you ever? run into any of that, and I don't want you to name names, but can, do you remember that contributing to some of this anxiety too? Because like you said, you feel isolated, you feel lonely. People don't understand what you're going through. Yeah, thank you, Dave. You, you hit all those right points there. But yes, um, I was bullied big time. I was bullied on so many, so many levels, uh, elementary, middle, and high school, but especially in high school, you know, at that even at that time, you know, I had the wires coming out of my ears. I had the big box on my belt, and I had to wear the FM system with my teacher. Um, and I did. I stood out like a robot, you know, with wires coming all over yeah. the place. But I'll never forget um, 
there were two kids on a, on a football team and they, they shoved me against the locker and they started making fun of all this hardware. I'm wearing all this hardware and mm-hmm. just, just totally making fun of it. And uh, it, it was a hard time during that time. But then, um, thank goodness I had a brother who was the captain of the football team. He was he was the big you know linebacker, and he he always had my back. He was just one year older than I was, and he grabbed them and shoved them against the other locker and made a point. And they never bothered me again after that. Um, but of course, that doesn't make things right. No, and, no, it doesn't. You know, young guns out there, anybody for that matter, they're going through a really hard time because people are judging you for for, for what you are look like and. The cosmetic side had definitely changed over the years, uh, which would definitely help. But it, it really comes down to a hearing loss is more obvious than a hearing aid, than Absolutely. a hearing product, than what yes. you're wearing. People would notice that a lot more than than the, what you look like on the outside. And that's much more important to be able to connect with life and friends and things like that. But by the way, those guys were making fun of me. I became friends with them later on once mm-hmm. I educated them. Mm-hmm. Once I showed them, in fact, they were in my class one day and the teacher was wearing the FM system. She left the room and forgot to turn it off. <laughs> and I could hear everything the teacher was saying. And pretty soon everyone wanted what I had and thought it was the, the coolest gadget ever. Um, and yeah, it gave you a superpower in effect. It gave you a superpower. Yeah. You could hear the teacher when he or she was I out the, the Iron Man. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I could. I could I get have the superpowers, but just educating everybody. And once they understand your situation, everybody realizes everybody's got a challenge yeah. that they're going through. This happens to be mine, um, but it's how you deal with it uh, and a positive outlook. And um, and, and so it, it was, there were was some challenging times, I'm not going to lie. And that just wasn't one instance. There's been a lot of others. Um, yeah. And so, but it, it definitely does help uh, to have. Um, like I said, it's not always a lack of hearing, yeah. it's a lack of hope. And I went through that stage for a while. Yeah. And But what you, uh, Starkey, has provided for me and many members of my family uh, has just been an absolute answer to prayer and a peace of mind and that hope and, and that surge of like, you know, we can do things, we can do hard things. Well, uh, I think a lot of people, I'll never speak again about the 51 hours of, of battery life on the, on the product, the Rick, that you're wearing, um, or the waterproof nature, without thinking not only about ticking off technical features, but the impact that feature set has on lessening anxiety. Is it safe to say that wearing Genesis AI like you have been has helped remove that layer of anxiety for those two reasons that you've highlighted already? Absolutely, Dave. In fact, I'll tell you, I know when, when rechargeable battery or hearing aid first came out, I wanted to be the first one. Uh, but because of my my profound hearing loss, they said that um that they would just drain uh, the batteries out too quickly. But when the Genesis AI came out, they said that, you know what, they've been able to build it in such a way that it would support um, deaf and hard of hearing people like myself that have a very severe to profound hearing loss. And, and Dave, I can tell you, even at the end of the day, when I take my hearing aids out, mm-hmm. I see that I still have about 30% uh, left of battery. And that is that is remarkable, especially because when I stream my hearing aid uh, with music and my phone. And you do it, it a lot. Rains. You do it a lot. Oh, I do. Yeah. I do it every day, yeah. most of the day. And it, it, in the past, it would just drain my battery so fast and so quick. And so I'm always having to replace my battery. 
And David, let me just tell you, imagine that 46 years of having to put batteries in your pocket and, and always having to, to think about, oh, if I left the house, then I do I have batteries in my pocket? You know, that was just, just and, and not having to do that anymore and worry about that anymore. It was just a huge, not a burden, but a weight off my shoulders and not ever having to worry about that ever again it was just, just remarkable. And then the whole, I was playing pickleball the other day. Mm. And I still sweat like crazy. I used to have to wear the headband yeah. just to suck, to soak in the, the the water so it wouldn't get into my hearing aids. I remember having to put plastic around my hearing aids yep. to avoid the water, but that didn't help. Yeah. But now I can go play and work and still sweat, and it's working just fine. That's awesome. And so the Genesis AIs have just been an absolute answer to my prayer. Yeah, thank you for that. And I'll be sure to pass that on to our team here if they're not listening to the podcast. Hopefully they are. But, um, you know, I think the the issues that you raise, like I said, they're not just a list of technical features on a specification sheet. There's something that really helps lessen that anxiety, removes that as a barrier or as a concern uh, for the reasons we said. And I think also, um, you know, you were just on the cusp even though many people still think of hearing aids as body-worn, body-aid type devices, you were on the cusp. You know, you probably had your first set or two were body, and then you've been able to go up to ear level, which helps. And I think with Genesis AI, you're wearing uh, AP molds, uh, so it enables the receiver and the canal portion behind your ear to be quite small with the portion that then goes into your ear and delivers with with the power that you need for your hearing loss in a cosmetically appealing package. And a lot of people take for granted again that it was only, you know, 40 years ago people were in body aids. And so the the Genesis AI small package, great battery life, waterproof. And one other element of this um, with regards to anxiety, when you were wearing body aids, and I know that's a while ago, but uh, one of the issues is is you might be able to hear that a sound is present, but not know where the sound is coming from. Have you, right. do you find that there is anxiety sometimes in wearing hearing aids when you can tell that a sound is present, but you have no idea where it's coming from? And how does Genesis AI help with that? Uh, Dave, it, it is. It's, I think we're, it's, it's, a, it's another statement when we, when we talk about the anxiety. It, it, it's so overwhelming and just, 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 I almost can't sleep at night. But to answer that question, mm-hmm. let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Just last weekend, I went fishing with my with my family, and I, you know the boat is loud, you know, yeah. especially the motor in the back. And I can't even I'm I'm completely disconnected. I can't even talk to my family, my brothers, and yeah. and and whatnot. But then all of a sudden, uh, one of the features of the Genesis AI is called the Edge Mode, and I, I didn't even think about it until halfway. Like, wait a minute, let me try this out. Because I didn't know where the sound was coming from, like you said, um, you know, it was just just complete chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to Edge mode, mm-hmm. and there's, there's three options that you can choose from: uh, enhanced sound and, and whatnot. But I, I analyzed the situation, and, and just in a matter of seconds, Dave, it, it, I get very emotional because I did. I almost started to cry. And I was looking at me why I'm crying. We hadn't caught a big fish yet, so why am I crying? <laughs> I did catch a fish. I caught a 15 pounder. Mm-hmm lake trout that day by the way but all of a sudden it analyzed the environment 
And it, it, it literally, the noise of the motor went completely down and enhanced the sound of my brothers on that boat that I was able to talk to. And I could completely understand what they were talking about. I even tried the, the two other options. Yes. And it, it was even made it even more crystal clear. And, and how Genesis AI does that, it mm-hmm. blows my mind. And I've worn hearing aids for over 46 years. I've worn every different product and every manufacturer out there, but nothing comes close to what it can do to help me understand where the sound is coming from, mm-hmm. and who it is. And it, it, it almost, I almost felt like, you know what, I now know what it sounds like to hear from a normal mm-hmm. uh, environment with a normal hearing. Uh, I think I got a little glimpse of what that's like. Wow, wow. that's a that's a strong right. statement, and and you know I just think with regards to edge mode, you bring up some really important pieces. Is that the hearing aids are are in, in the background? They're capable of making eighty million adjustments every hour because of that AI uh, combination of machine learning and artificial intelligence to monitor the listening environment. But there are still situations like the one you just detailed where that automated processing still can't capture where you are at that moment with where you're sitting in the boat and using edge mode, which are you enabling it on the, on the devices, a double tap or within the app? I do it. I do it on my app. Yeah, I think that's um, the way most people like to, and we've made it really simple uh, with this edge mode. Plus, as you alluded, uh, we now allow you to have the granularity to just press best sound, the easy button, or to really enhance speech or reduce noise. And even as you've articulated, individuals, and especially with those with more significant losses, they might sometimes want to enhance clarity, other times want to reduce noise, depending on the situation. And what can be an inconvenience for some people can be a significant impact, not only in terms of that anxiety, but can even be sort of that ability to locate the sounds in space and understand better or reduce noise. You know, I won't say it's life-saving, but it's certainly life-altering. Dave, it was life-changing. It oh, definitely was. Awesome. I, even went, I even went back. I got out of ed mode, just experimenting, mm-hmm. and went back to that loud chaos again. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I don't have to worry about that anymore. You know, like I said, that light, that burden, that weight just got lifted. The anxiety just went down. And I'm telling you, this, this is, we're not just talking the talk. We're walking the walk. Yeah. I just lived it. I just experienced it oh. for 46 years. Yeah. And it's just amazing. And I'm so thankful and grateful. And I just get emotional every time I talk about it. <laughs> I thank you. And, you know, and we say with Genesis AI, it's all new everything. And we're quite proud of the fact that uh, we have the industry's fastest uh, chip with the most number of integrated circuits. And we're, we're really, we have a DNN accelerator on board the hearing aids. We're just getting started with this chipset in terms of where you are today. And I can't wait, you know, when we have the next updates to be able to show you how these will even customize, optimize to a greater degree uh, uh, than, than you can do now. And, and, and I love hearing the stories of how that example you gave on the boat, uh, the wind noise, the, the, the boat noise, and the people in the boat not being convenient for you to always be able to lip read uh, has made such a, an important difference. What other features of Genesis AI have you observed or enjoyed using so far in the in the bit of time now, several months that you've had them? I love the two-way audio, Dave. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You know, I remember 
back in the day, you know, you got to take your, got to take your phone and don't, and not to put it in your ears like this. Yeah. That doesn't work because the microphone's not there. It's right. up here. Right. And then I get up there. I have to try to find it. And when you're like this, it's kind of an awkward situation. But now, and 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 it used to be where it'd just be like this. Yep. But I don't have to do this anymore. No. I can put it down. I can walk around. The microphone is now part of my hearing aid. And it is just awesome. Hand-free. Don't have yep. to worry about it when I'm driving. Yep. Love that future, Dave. And it, it, it and the person on the other side always says that I'm crystal clear. They can hear me, understand me. I can understand them. So that two-way audio is just incredible I yeah, love it, it, such an important point and such you know that hands-free element so you, that you can drive and be talking i mean obviously you want to be focused on the road but you certainly don't want to be distracted holding the device you can talk into the microphone and you know i think there are a couple you you said that that when you're using it that people on the other end are hearing you are there 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 may be times just to, to level set there may be times in really noisy environments you can still use uh, if you have the capacity to talk into the microphones, it's really about, as you know, whether it's an FM system or an accessory that we'll talk about more in a minute um, or the phone, uh, it's all about talker microphone distance. And if we shorten that as much as possible, the hands-free element is great, even in moderately noisy environments. But when it really gets noisy, you can still talk right into the microphone of your phone if you need to. But what I'm hearing you say is those those situations are pretty rare, Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Dave. I mean, I, I had to rely on that my whole life, but but the fact that I don't have to do that anymore, and I, I'm a very hands-on kind of guy. Yeah, I know. I you do are. a lot of things hands-on. Uh, I, I remember one time I had a fish, <laughs> I had a fish on, uh-huh. and um, and I, I saw who it was. I know I, I can't hold the phone and fish at the same time, and I had a 15-pound lake trout Mackinac. I'm not going to do, but I still had a conversation with somebody while I was, you know, on the fish in and, and it's just so cool you can't you couldn't have done that before no um you know i know a lot of people they have, they have those ipods in there mm-hmm. uh but that's just a different this this is we have the full capacity of a, of a hearing device to help us hear better but to be able to stream the bluetooth the capacity all that on top of everything else it's just amazing to to be a part of yeah, and it's all about the user interface. We want to make it as easy to use. We want to make it as seamless and to provide you with the confidence that, as we discussed, the reliability and quality, not only at the beginning, but along your journey. So you've got the battery life, the waterproof, the hands-free. All of those contribute to reducing anxiety. And and I do want to, I know we've talked about this in the past when you were on on the podcast, but you have been one of the strongest advocates for the table mic. And I'm for those listening, I'm holding it up. And Justin is holding up his table mic, which he has plugged into the computer and he's using right now to stream on, on, his, um, on his hearing aids right now. It's, it's a true multifunction, multipurpose device. Justin was the first person when he was fitted here at Starkey with Evolve devices you were the first person we fit you, and 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 the table mic went with you. And you, before you landed back home, you had already posted how you had used the the external jack to uh, plug into the um, movie system on the plane. And you were the first one that that I remember to to so quickly adopt that. You are a hands-on guy, and you were using it. And more importantly, not just hiding it for yourself, but telling other people 
how they could benefit from this. So you, now you could stream on a, on, a, on a movie on the plane, compensating for your hearing loss, but wirelessly. Talk a little bit about that. What, what you know, you had this before. It, it, does it work with Genesis? You've got table mic for your Genesis devices. And how does it impact your life? Now, on top of the edge mode, you know, they already analyze it and help you hear better in whatever environment you're in. Uh, this, I think I told you before, Dave, after I experienced this, I called and I and I said, Dave, I found the Holy Grail. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> and I mean that. I said, you're right. It, it, it just um, hand-free, put in the TV, and I went home. And I started to, to analyze other situations that could help me. Like, for example, when I drive my girls to school, I had a hard time hearing my girl in the back of the car. So I put Velcro on my table mic and I put it on the, my seat there so I could hear my wife and my kids in the back. Um, I take it when I go to church and I leave it on the podium right there uh, so I can hear the speakers. And I, I've used it at restaurants. Dave, it is absolutely amazing. Just the whole streaming, I can, it, it, it picks up who's talking in that conversation. Yep. It answers the question before, where is it coming from? And it just picks that up. And not just picks that up, it's clear. Yeah. It's just, I can totally understand. It's almost like, so it, it works up to about 30, 40 feet. Yep. Uh, but even 30, 40 feet away, it feels like they're right there. Yeah. They're, they're speaking right in front of me in an interpersonal one-on-one and i can hear him and and not just one side but both and so why hold this in um when i can't when i could just share with everybody when i know that it will benefit and help so many people i've shared this with my family all my friends and every single one of them love it it has just elevated their life uh in every situation in every environment in every situation they find themselves in and so it is it, the modern day holy grail uh, <laughs> that, that has truly uh, just brought so much hope and uh, reduced the anxiety and um, and to give me so much more to live for. So thank you. Well, I don't know if you've ever had the opportunity, and, and thank you for, for talking about this so eloquently and covering all of the use cases, whether it's a place of worship or a classroom, whether it's watching television, whether it's movies on a plane. It even automatically knows when you wear it up on uh, around someone's neck if a person is wearing it when you go to dinner rather than having it on the table where it automatically selects where the dominant talker is. It'll just isolate the microphone on top uh, without you having to change anything and then set it on a table, then it's going back into that mode. And you've really embraced this to the point that you're identifying use cases that are the edge use cases um, uh, where you can give people hope, like you said, coming back to that theme of hope, reducing anxiety of not being able to hear that person 30 feet away, having your hearing superpower, if you will, similar to what you had, but in a much more cosmetically peel- appealing and, cosme- and, and effective package than that FM trainer that you had back in the day and you were sharing with your, your, your classmates. Now you're sharing with your family and others with hearing loss, how they can use this technology. Have you ever encountered Mark Ross from uh, uh, Hearing Loss Association of America or Self Help for Hard of Hearing? Does that name I, ring a bell? I, I've been associated with Hearing Loss Association of America. Yeah. 
Mark was a, a, an audiologist, and he also was the editor of the of their magazine for many years. And oh. one statement that he made, you quoted from HLAA earlier, where you said your hearing loss is more conspicuous than your hearing aids. Another thing that Mark said that was, I was reminded of as you're talking about is that um, when you wear hearing aids, you're admitting to the world that you have a disability, in his words. But when you use some sort of assistive technology, and he was around in the days when people handmade remote mics and all sorts of other things. He said, when you're using that type of assistive technology, you're directly involving other people in your hearing loss. But I think, as you say, and, and, and you said it, not me, the, uh, the holy grail of the hearing aids. Hearing aids today are remarkable. And Genesis AI, thank you for all of the great words and examples you've provided as to how it's impacted your life, reduced anxiety. But this is a whole lot easier than in the old days to enable that anxiety to be reduced, performance to be increased in very challenging listening situations. If I could add one more thing, Dave, um, not only does uh, the accessories and our hearing aids reduce our anxiety, but it also reduces the anxiety of our loved ones and our family. And just to give you an example, uh, my wife, uh, who have been married for over 10 years, you know, she always had to turn up the volume on our TV. But ever since I've used this now and watched down and watched the Netflix, I turned this on. And now my wife, I turned down the volume because I don't need it so loud anymore. And now my wife needs to turn up the volume. And it's just amazing to see. Well, I think you raise such an important point. And really, this moves beyond technology to what we call caring technology. So it's taking sophisticated machine learning, artificial intelligence, processing, all of that, 80 million adjustments an hour. But really, if our greatest compliment is what you just said, where it's caring technology that's connecting you better to your family members, not only reducing your anxiety, their anxiety, because they want you to, to be fully engaged in every aspect of your life. And so that's probably the greatest compliment you can give and I think I want to end there with that because that's, that is the holy grail. If we can provide you with technology that helps you hear better and live better in every aspect of your life, then, then we're, we're doing something right. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. We love Starkey. I love my Genesis AI. And um, if I were to die tomorrow, I would die a happy man. Mm-hmm. Well. I hope that we're going to be doing this, bringing you back again and again, because I love talking with you and love talking to you about hearing loss and your use of hearing aids. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to this episode of Starkey Soundbites. And if you enjoyed this conversation, please rate and review us on your preferred platform. Share it with your friends. We'd also like to know what's on your mind. What questions do you have for us to cover in future uh, topics and future episodes of this podcast? send us an email to soundbites at starkey.com and we'll be featuring your questions and getting some answers from other Starkey experts on future episodes. Justin, thank you again for sharing your time with us today. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you, Dave.